0: Hello and welcome back for episode 32 of the Newbie Dentist podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Omid Izami. It is great to be back and releasing another episode of the podcast. It has been a busy month of planning and running the first Newbie Dentist Study Club event. A big shout out to Dr. Varun Garg and Dr. Brat Agrawal for putting on a fantastic lecture for the sold out event. We have received some great feedback from those who attended the Newbie Dentist Study Club lecture and we are excited for future events in 2019 quarterly study club meetings and lectures will be held as well as a hands-on composite course and a photography event and i think you guys will really enjoy it it has been really exciting to see the evolution of the newbie dentist uh, from an instagram account with blurry intro photos to a podcast and now to the study club the podcast now has almost 15,000 downloads from 77 countries around the world, and honestly, I'm just overwhelmed by the support and positive encouragement I've received from all the listeners. In today's episode, I sat down with Dr. Seal Lord out of Halifax, United Kingdom, a young dentist working in private practice with a keen interest in aesthetic dentistry. I was first attracted to Dr. Sia's Instagram account due to his infectious, positive energy and positive messages around health and well-being. In this podcast episode, we dive into various topics, including health and fitness, morning routines self-improvement and setting goals and we finish off with a few pearls about patient communication and case presentation which um, Sia really excels at I hope you guys enjoy this episode and as always if you have any feedback about the show please reach out to me on instagram at newbie dentist uh, the podcast is available on itunes spotify stitcher and all, all other podcast platforms including the website uh, newbie Welcome to the Newbie Dentist Podcast, the safe place for newbie dentists to connect, collaborate, learn, and grow. The Newbie Dentist Podcast aims to provide high-quality and high-value content for all the newbie dentists out there. With your host, Dr. Azami.
1: Yeah, so Instagram, it's, it's, it's getting bigger. Obviously, America's huge. Yeah, the US, you, compare, you compare like the UK game to like Apple.
0: Oh, yeah. Apple is like next level. It's like everything Me and my buddies talk like Apple goals. It's like a catchphrase like within our group. Like, Apple goals. <laughs> they got like private jets over to Dubai like once a month and like just like bangs and veneers. And they're like, yeah, what a life. That's so. all he does there. That's all yeah. he does. Veneers and grounds. That's yeah. all he does. That's all he does. Yeah. But he I created a niche. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. With Apple like specifically, like what I love about him is I respect the fact that he like he went from like straight from dental school into like Rosenthal was yeah. at the time. It was like one of the top aesthetic, like I dentists, like in, the, in New York or even in the states. And like, just to like walk in from dental school, and, like get a job there and kind of get that like mentorship and like work your way up. That's pretty cool. You know what? It's it's, it's cool, but it's
1: there was a hang on. He does a um, a saying. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. Right. Marcus Aurelius is a it was an emperor, right? A Roman emperor, and yeah. he's a philosopher as well. And he had uh, he's got he's got one call, book called Meditations, right? Yeah. Is full of quotes, and it's full of quotes that it's so applicable. If you if you were to sit down and listen and just read a couple of quotes, it really speaks to you. One of them said is, "If another man has done it, then you can do, and yeah. it's not impossible." Right? Yeah. If another man has done it, then you can do, and it's not impossible. That has been quotes of my life. Yeah,
0: um, that's a good one. For example, like with like sports, like the four minute mile was like a big thing for a long time. Running a mile in four minutes. Which no one else says miles like one point six kilometers or something, and it, like no one could do it like for for like centuries, and then finally like some American guy broke it, and all of a sudden everyone started doing it. Like everyone just started breaking the same record, even though no one had done it previously. Yeah, um, so it's one of those things like if it's possible, like, if it's been done, then surely it can be like repeated. Hundred percent, man, hundred percent. So I'll give you a little background story about myself. Um, to yeah, give that's, you up to that's how we do it. So give me the origin right. story, and then we'll take things from there.
1: So essentially, I'm. Um, um, as you can tell by the name, I'm Iranian.
0: Yeah. Okay. And are you
1: Iranian yourself? Omic?
0: I am, yeah. So I was born in Iran and then um, immigrated to Canada when I was like seven. So Similar story. So yeah. I was born in Iran and I was, whereabouts in Iran were you born? Tehran. Tehran. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. So I was a Tehran boy as well. I was born yeah. there and we came to England at the age of 10. I was 10 years old at the time. Okay. You know, we all came here in the light of, you know, in the hopes but that, you know, we all came here in the hopes of better education, better life, et cetera, quality of life. So yeah, um, we did, I, don't know, I didn't come from a you know a rich background at all. I didn't come from. I'm not saying I was. I'm not saying I was poor and poor. No, we were just yeah. okay. Yeah. We weren't a rich background. You know, we you know, I didn't. We weren't swimming in cash, or so to speak. We weren't. We weren't struggling either. We're just in the middle. We we're normal, like anyone else.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know, when I first came, to, when I first came to England, I loved. I loved to be in a place where people would just look up to me and say, you know what, that guy did something great. Yeah, so that was always with me, and something inside of me—I swear to God—I had this fire inside of me. <laughs> I was just this fire always is always he always always took over every single thing I did, whether it was competitiveness in sports or in school, whatever. When someone did something good, I had to do better. I don't know why. Yeah, some people make all that even like a maybe he, this guy is like crazy about it, but I—I I wanted to. Whatever yeah. it was done, I wanted to do better. And, and, and when someone told me I can't do something, that got me riled up. That fire became a massive yes. flame and it was. Great. So I got told before I became, before I became a dentist, I got into dental school. Um, at a time I used to play sports and I was five foot 10. Now, you know about basketball.
0: Yeah. Five foot 10. Was <laughs> that your sport? Was that you your main sport, be- basketball? Say again? Was that your main sport, basketball or what was the sport you played? Basketball. And- yeah. And football, or you guys soccer. call it soccer, yeah. right? Yeah. So,
1: yeah. um. So, I love sports. And basketball was my, basketball was my main sport. And when you talk to someone and say, oh, what's your main sport? Basketball. How tall are you? Five yeah. foot 11. Sorry, five foot 11. They're going to look at you and be like, okay, were you like subs? Were you <laughs> yeah. like boys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, well, and some they them told me, I can't play it. They told me I can't play it. And I was like, all right, fine. They said, you can't get far. Fine. I'll prove you wrong. So I kind of started training, did everything. I made it for my, uh, I paid for my city's under 16, under 18 team. We won the championships in the UK. And same thing with football. are like, you know, good enough, go to the first team and yeah. then we won some championships. school. And then someone said to me, uh, I wanted to be on TV at the time. I was like, I, liked, I was young. I was yeah. a young kid. I was like, I want to be on TV.
0: Yeah.
1: They're like, you're not even English. How are you going to get on TV? You're not even English. Yeah. Anyways. So um, I was quite physically athletic, and we started to get into this. I'll come back to dentistry quickly, but I started getting into dancing. Yeah. So I hip-hop and breakdance at the time. Nice, yeah. And lo and behold, everyone said I can't do it. And lo and behold, I did it. And within about a year, I ended up on TV. And we did a couple of TV shows in England. We did a couple of TV shows in Germany. Um, There's a, a game, FIFA. Have you heard of FIFA? Yeah, of course, yeah. FIFA 11 adverts. We were on the international adverts for FIFA. Oh, no way. So I went <laughs> and all all riled up from people saying you can't do it. Yeah. And then the next one came. Next one came across and they said, you can't get into a tough course. Don't try to apply for things like uh, law, dentistry in England. Yeah. Come on. we have only been here since you were 10 years old. And I was like, okay, watch me. So I applied for dentistry. Yeah. Um, I honestly do believe, and I read that from an early age. That Marcus Aurelius quote, I've I've, I I've, read that from an early age. Mm-hmm. Anyone who says impossible, something is impossible, I don't believe it. And this doesn't go for me. I am just a needle. All right? I'm just a needle in a pile of needles. There's loads of needles in the world. There's loads yeah. of people in the world achieve greatness. And so to sum it up, I didn't come from like the richest thing, but you know what? I had this one thing that every Iranian guy has, which is confidence beyond yes, belief. That's
0: why we, we hang our hat on.
1: <laughs> it's the confidence that was given. It's a God-given confidence that was given to us. Yeah. But honestly, it's relentless. It's all that persistence. When you're persistent, persistence is key. And if you are willing to fail every single day, that's when you'll find success. Yeah. And I can vouch for that. I'll vouch for that for every single thing I do in my
0: life. That's great, man. That's why I was excited to talk to you. I mean, I've been following your Instagram page for a long time. And we're like really similar, like in terms of like, I mean, I'm not too public with my, you know, like, you know, nutrition and like working out and like sports and motivation and stuff. But when I see all that stuff you're posting, I'm like, man, this guy's like my twin brother in England. Like, in terms of like reading and staying up to date and like self improvement and all that stuff. And I was the same way, man. Like during, I mean, we moved to, when we moved to Canada growing up, uh, like sports was a thing for me. Like I didn't really care about school. School that much. Um, like I was a pretty competitive soccer player as a goalkeeper, and uh, and that's how my parents kind of just like used to like just like uh, pretty much like extortion. Like to like you have to maintain certain grades to like keep playing soccer. And that's, like, that's the only reason I would really like maintain any sort of grades or have any sort of motivation in school. So it took me a long time. And I, I remember like the, the Marcus Aurelius quote that you said. I had like a similar. It was like an Adidas campaign. It was like Impossible is nothing. Like growing up, and it would have been about the same time you're probably growing up too. So I had the, uh, I had like, had the rubber band, uh, the rubber band like bracelet, and it had like Impossible is nothing on it. So every time I was, like some like some like fail or something like not great, and I looked down. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. So that's pretty cool. So that's where I want to kind of deviate a little bit from like how I normally do things. I want to talk to you a little bit, do a little bit of a deep dive into like uh, health, motivation, and fitness. Because for me, I think as much as you like invest in your health, in your brain, and you know, get your dentistry skills and stuff. If you're not healthy, if like the, if the body's not right, the motivation won't be there. The confidence won't be there. The energy won't be there to kind of get to where you want to get to, right? So talk to you a little bit about that kind of journey for you. Like as an adult, like as, you know, down school rolls around, you're getting busier with school. Um, as you graduate, you're obviously your whole uh, cycle of like work and work-life balance is like maybe thrown off a little bit to what you're used to because you lose, lose some of that routine that you might have in school. Um, have you been able to maintain like that health regimen, um, stay on top of like your diet, kind of get things sorted out, so you have the confidence, the energy to kind of go into work and and be ready to go every day? After dental school, like I said, you're you're in a certain routine. Before when you when you when you're in school,
1: uh, you get up, go to school, do this, come back, mm-hmm. and you switch off or you study a little bit, go to sleep, etc. When you started working as a dentist, when you qualify, let's just say anything even forget dentistry anything yeah when you qualify for a certain thing and you start getting into it you start i remember very distinctly i for the first three to six months i was using my brain like yeah a lot no one was holding my hand You're i was on my end. own yeah. i was <laughs> and emotionally i was drained so for the first three months i was in a complete state of shock like my body clock and system was completely thrown out yeah uh, but I was still determined I was still determined to be the best that I can be so and rightly said You physically need to be in the right uh, right shape if your physical state is good your mental state also complements it As okay. much as everyone says, you know healthy mind has you a know, healthy thinking healthy mind healthy life Yeah, you need a physical to support the physical the mental You know the, the healthy physical being to support the mental being and the healthy mental being and what I found out and correct me if I'm wrong here, but something that worked really well for me, right, to get me back into my routine was three things. Okay, and I preach this for every single dental students that I talk to now. I now yeah. go to the universities, okay, and I talk to them about how to about get this balance right. Number one, sleep. We need sleep. the correct amount of sleep. Yeah. There's a book I would recommend to all your all your listeners, all the people listen to your podcast and watch these videos. Why we sleep. Why We Sleep
0: is a yeah. book written by a neuroscientist, a neuroscientist. and I, he, I've he, heard of I've him seen, on the yeah, like, Joe Rogan podcast. He like blew my mind. Like the whole seven hours—you need minimum seven hours—and like how everything your cognitive, physical functionality is like drops so far. Just like you don't get seven hours. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And I, that book, okay. I'm trying. I'm gonna release a video on it and kind of a summary and like bullet point it down for people. One sleep. If you ever want to know more about sleep, is sleep is more than you think it is. Yeah. All you know, right. Many health, me, many health benefits, and the first one everyone knows, recharging, but is recharging of the mind as well as the, as well as physical. Second thing, all right, meditation. Now I used to think back in school, I'm like, I was like meditation for hippies. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I'm gonna get out there, I'm gonna crush it, I'm gonna do everything. Yeah, meditation is important, whether it's at night or in the day. I would recommend anyone start with a 10 minute guided meditation if you don't know how to do it. YouTube it if you want to. Yeah. There's so many platforms. There's apps want. for that
0: too. Um, headspace and stuff. Yeah.
1: Headspace. This dude went for a six month retreat in um where did it go? I think for Himalayan Himalayan Mountain. This six month silent retreat came back and he made headspace. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Headspace is phenomenal. Yeah. Right? So there's loads of apps, there's loads of videos. <clears throat> Ten minutes a day. I do it in the morning. <clears throat> it's part of my excuse me. It's part of my morning routine now. Yeah okay i get up in the morning i meditate 10 minutes before i even reach for my phone now i used to reach for my phone to put on this little guided meditation but not yeah. anymore before i reach for my phone i get up as soon as the alarm clock goes i've got a five second rule count down five four three two one by the time i hit one i'm sat up i sit on my balcony this is the very i record majority of my videos yeah i sat on my balcony fresh air 10 minutes close my eyes and I'm my primal routine, my morning routine starts.
0: Yeah.
1: Like it brings it. me to my third one, my third point, primal routine. Primal routine is something I picked up from many, many motivational uh, motivational speakers, such as... Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is, is a f- phenomenal guy. And primal routine is basically you spend some 10 minutes in the morning meditating, and you concentrate on your breathing. You work on your breathing. Because energy comes from oxygen as well as your carbohydrates. You can have carbohydrates. If you don't have oxygen, your mitochondria is not gonna break that down to energy. Yeah. You need the oxygen. That's it. So the first five minutes you concentrate, deep in, keep in the chest, bring it out. Yeah. Next five minutes, I I visualize my day to the best of possible outcomes. So I'm working 9 till 5. I've got this patient, this patient booked in. Because how do I know what I got booked in? I checked the day before. I know exactly what treatments I got in. I close my eyes. I imagine me doing the treatments in the best way possible. So I live my day already once. Yeah, I like it. And then I go into living it a second time. Every day, I live the day twice, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I don't go back in time or
0: anything. It's not visualized <laughs> like that. Yeah. There's a movie like that too. The guy, the guy actually time traveled, so he started living days twice. But
1: about time. The movie yeah, called yeah, About yeah, Time. Yeah. Yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> many advice that I have to be and it's a transition. This was it. Once I got this key. Once I, it was like a lock that I unlocked with this. I get give myself at least, at least between six and a half to eight hours of bed, sleep. Sorry, um, yeah. at night. I get up at about half five in the morning because half five in the morning, what is a 90, 95% of the population, what will, what are they doing? They're sleeping. They're
0: sleeping. Yeah.
1: I'm part of that 5% that's up at half five in the morning and I'm pursuing my goals and dreams.
0: Yeah. I like it. And you are uh, peak. Yeah, it's the whole miracle morning sort of uh, philosophy of just utilize your day more, right?
1: Absolutely. Everyone says there's 24 hours in a day. <laughs> Yeah, there's more There's more than that. If you really want it, there is more than that. You can yeah. go to sleep at a good amount of time, half 10. You wake up at half five in the morning. Yeah, I've got myself extra two hours in my day. My day is 26 hours now, okay? Yeah. You, know, philosophically, you know, philosophically speaking. The math not, doesn't you know, check out, like, but exactly. I know what you mean. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's the way I can sit down for an hour and talk about this alone to say what I mean by 26 hours. Yeah. It's a, a little video actually you can look you can look, you can look up. It's called twenty twenty six hour day. Yeah. It's the last the last last hours before you sleep is not utilized well. So when you sleep actually at that point, you add in more.
0: Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, this
1: is how I got into it. Three things.
0: To, three things. Yeah, I think I think that's a good say you come home at five, you know, whatever, you gym, you have dinner, you watch a bit of TV, do some work. Like from ten to midnight, like you're not doing anything productive. You're just on the couch watching TV or something. So you might as well just go to bed at ten, wake up two hours earlier. And that's where that I know, that, I know what you mean with the 26-hour day. Like the math doesn't check out, but you essentially buy yourself maybe two hours of functional time, which is which is valuable, right? Exactly. Math does not check out. Don't, yeah. I'm not a mathematician. Math does
1: not check out whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Logically, um, there's only 24 hours in one day, but the squeeze makes you make productive hours. Make <laughs>
0: That's exactly. great. Another thing I've been like pretty uh, interested in lately is like, the book by Charles Duhigg is like, uh, Power of Habit. How to break cycles, how to get into healthier cycles. And then talks about like the feedback loop. Like if you do an activity, if you get positive feedback from it, you're more likely to like do it again. Talk to me a little bit about, say even work um, or any other habits like your, your uh, diet, exercise. How have you been able to maintain things and like not slip up? That's like a big thing. Even for me, like, I, I mean, I'm pretty good, but I, I mean, we're not robots. I mean, we're going to have like a week where we dip and we don't go to the gym or um, or the, or your diet slips up a bit. You're like, oh, I'll just have that cake or something. But um, how has it been for you in terms of like, that intrinsic motivation one, but two is like, even if the motivation is there, how do you stick to it? And how do you have that? Um, how do you hold hold yourself accountable to the point where you're, you're doing it? You're falling through every time day after day, 530 in the morning, I'm up, I'm doing my motivation. I'm doing my primal routines. I'm, go, I'm visualizing my day. How do you get that going? Like so routinely?
1: Very simple. That's a very good question. It's very good. It's very simple to answer. A lot of people would say, they uh, will try to come at this, and try to answer this question at different angles. Like, you know what? It's really about self-happiness. It's really about this and that. But really, I know a lot of we're all human. I'm human, okay? Yeah. I like the fact that I can promise someone and deliver. I'm a man of my words. So, meaning, I utilize that. That's how I do it. A lot of the people, like, if you publicize, you're going to do something. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Why do you think? Why do you think I'm learning as much as I'm telling people on my thing about motivation, about my primal routine, about going to the gym? Hmm. I'm there drinking my protein shake after a workout because I know you know what I'm telling these people I've just been to the gym, so I better go to the gym and sweat my back off and come there, sit on that video with with endorphins pumping around my body. Yeah. So honestly, if you want a short and sweet answer, the short and sweet answer is publicize it.
0: Yeah. What do you want to achieve? Publicize. Yeah. Make your for example,
1: if I was yeah, exactly, exactly. Make your goals public. Why? Because and the, the whole public will become your support group. Yeah. Your whole public will become your support group. So then at that point I can talk to say for I can talk to you about diets and say I'm doing this and this and that.
0: I'm gonna have to prove it. Yeah. And I will prove it. <laughs> that's why I don't public. post about it. <laughs> like I post about like my podcast and the dental stuff, but my health and fitness like that's like a that's like a personal thing. But I think you're right. Like if you do make it public, you're accountable and like to save face at the minimum, you're like I gotta go. You're accountable. I, I, I can't.
1: you're accountable, exactly. And by by actually publicizing it, you then you force yourself. You're like, actually, I don't want to be ashamed here. I don't wanna. I don't wanna have to be embarrassed and say, guys, I am a liar. I don't yeah. want to be a liar. That's the last thing I want to do. So um, I go and do it. So if it's if it's if I you know I promise the world, well, I will have to deliver. Yeah. And there's another thing as well. I think it's very. It's when it comes to health, body, physical shape. Even work. It's very important. Now you gotta understand this. The the wall of China wasn't built in one day.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? A brick was laid upon a brick, upon a brick, upon a brick, then you got a row. Then another row was made, then you got a wall. The wall was extended, then you got yourself a great wall of China. What I'm trying to say here is a step at a time. Anyone, for example, that want to lose weight, they want to get, you know, gain weight to so gain muscle. And let's go to the dentistry now, because this isn't like a sort of speak, a part dental kind of <laughs> a podcast. We don't want to yeah. go to health too much. But um, dentistry, I want to be really good at my same veneer preps. I want to be able to prep a tooth in the most minimal thing possible. You know what? Forget that. Let's go even broader. I want my smile design skills to be better. Mm-hmm. You need to step once. You know, you, you can't go from not ever have done one. You know, I've never, never lifted, you know, doing one bicep curl on, on a, on a dumbbell to become an Arnold in, yeah. in six weeks. Not going to happen. That's not, that's, it's just impossible. Uh, physiologically, like dentistry, the same thing. I can't graduate and become Rosenthal and APA after just six months of d- sure. extracting teeth. Yeah. You need to be able to learn how to first, Master the morphology on a plastic tooth, then a clay tooth, then a normal tooth. Do it in the mouth and one tooth at a time before you got everything sorted. Then you can then tackle everything. What I'm trying to say is one step at a time. So don't set yourself a goal of I'm going to lose this much today and I'm going to now stop eating this today. No. Reduce the amount if you're trying to lose weight. Reduce the amount of calories step by step, little by little. Hopefully yeah. your goal calorie a day is much more obtainable. Or increase the calories if you want to gain weight. Dentistry, one one step at a time, one tooth at a time. Master it before you go ahead.
0: Yeah, I like don't, that. Don't I... don't set a big goal. Yeah.
1: But if you if you when you realize it hits your heart, you hard and you can't get it, it knocks your confidence down.
0: Yeah, I think that's the problem. Is there's a couple of things. Um, with Instagram, obviously there's so many positives that come out of it. I mean, we're both pretty active on there and we get a lot of value from it. But I think one of the the drawbacks of Instagram is. Everything is like before and after, right? So you don't see the work and uh, process that people put into it. So you, you'll wake up, you're, you're like scrolling through, you're like, okay, I can do veneers, I can do this, I can do wisdom teeth, I can do implants, but you don't see like the hours and hours that people went into courses, people were like practicing on mannequin heads, people are waxing up in their in their house, like on their kitchen table. And that's the thing where I think a lot of people get into trouble now is one, day get depressed because they look at it, like, I can't reproduce that, which is problematic. Um, and two is like it oversimplifies it, like it dumbs it down to the point where everyone's like, oh, "Okay, I can do that too. I can do a full mouth rehab today. Let's let's get in there and let's do it." Um, but I think that, that lifting the lifting the lid a little bit and showing the process is pretty important. And I think that's like a something that, something that I'm interested in and I'm trying to work on and show other people that, that you, can't, you can't just go from A to Z. You gotta you gotta walk through the steps a little bit. Precisely,
1: precisely. And it's a huge point to bring across. It's a huge point to bring across. And you you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, Instagram there's two types in my opinion there's two types there's two worlds in Instagram yeah there's a public eye and then there's a dental eye for me okay public eye pages like Apple you don't see the preps do you you know you don't see him prepping teeth yeah you don't see him taking impression or or temporizing teeth or putting the temporary veneers on you just see before and after okay why is that? Of course, he's a genius with that. And even I started doing that because one of my, my, I'm trying to create two pages now. One yeah. page just for the public. Yeah. The non-dentist, majority of people using den- Instagram, they're not dentists. They just want to know what you can get to from where. So yeah. it's perfect for that. It's also important to be able to show dentists the amount of time, hours, days. People don't know that when I graduated after uni, when I was doing my normal 9 to 5 job, I used to finish at 5. Go to the dental lab till about half ten at night. I was in a dental lab on a chair in a corner, waxing teeth out of soap bars. Yeah, I bought soap from Tesco over here. I used to go in there with the wax knife. I was waxing teeth. Yeah, people don't. People don't know the amount of countless hours I put in just to get the morphology right, the courses I've been on, the books that I've read a hundred times, and the videos I've watched, countless hours yeah they think and they, you know I, i'm not the best i'm promise you i'm nowhere near the best but i will get there yeah. i will put the countless number of hours of sweat and tears into it and the, and the blood into it to get it i will do it
0: yeah yeah put in the work
1: need to realize, need to realize there's not a one-day goal you need to be able to put one step at a time in order to do it proficiently and reproduce every time
0: yeah so how, how are you what's your process for like setting goals, um, are you more of like a long-term guy with like big pictures and then you kind of figure, figure things out along the way? Or are you pretty like tight and regimented? This is where I want to get to. This is the steps that I got to do. Or are you just like one day at a time? Let me, let me work on this this week. Let me work on this this week. What's your like process for setting goals for yourself?
1: I tried every single one of those steps and I yeah. failed every single one. So I realized the best thing is everyone's different. Everyone's, everyone's unique and individual. You got to set yeah. yourself a mixture. Uh, I've now got my long-term goal. I know exactly what I want out of life, and I've got my medium-term goals. So my long-term goals, anything between from five yeah. years, ten years onwards, and medium-term goals within five years, and short-term goals. Short-term goals are my basically are my medium goals, broken down into smaller steps. And what I do now is every night I plan the next day. I plan down almost, almost to the hourly, okay? Not too much because I know life hits you, okay? I get that. But I plan my every day. But every day I spend a little time to work toward my next time, my next thing. So my next thing at the moment, and I'll tell you guys because I'm in the the process of recording videos and things, my next step is um, at the moment I'm delivering dental photography to dentists Mm -hmm. around the U.K., Releasing my own series of online into uh, in video courses for dental photography around you know, for oh, dentists okay. around the world. So that's my next step. that's my next medium step. My long step is my franchise of my own aesthetic, uh, aesthetic dental dental practices where you provide quality. So you want a franchise. So I step every day. How many, like So you want a I, multiple location aesthetic practice? I wanna I wanna I want a multiple location in multiple countries. I'd like to spend. The Apple model, a few huh? countries, why not making people? Yeah. Like, huh? The Apple model. The Apple model. Do you mean the C model or the Apple model? <laughs> hey,
0: it's not. If he's done it, it's not impossible, right? Yeah. So nah. Why not? <laughs>
1: it's not impossible it's not impossible and he's got about 20 yeah. years experience on me okay let's time. See. all yeah.
0: right <laughs> let's get a little bit more dental for a bit what i like to do especially when i talk to dentists like from around the world is um obviously like most of the listeners are like in, based in the u.s and canada and australia so talking to a uk dentist is pretty cool uh talk me through like your average week in terms of like how many patients are you seeing a day what kind of procedures obviously i know you're in more of a cosmetic sort of role at your practice but so what's like the average you know patients uh, you're seeing per day what's the like Procedures that you're doing most common. We'll nerd out a little bit, a little bit more specific after that. No problem. Yeah. So the average patients that I'm every day I see
1: anything between eight patients to about twelve patients. But I'm again, I'm based yeah. in a private practice. In the NHS, I know people see up to people see up to forty patients a day. That's crazy. That's four zero. I can I can't imagine. Nine to five. Four zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not me. I don't know how to do that. But for me, between eight to about twelve patients a day. Um, a majority of my day now is pretty much, it used to be everything, it used to be everything, but I don't do endodontics anymore. Yeah. Root canal, I don't do root canals anymore. Only simple ones because uh, we have a specialist who design that in a practice, so I prefer I give it to them. Yeah. But um, majority of my time, if I'm not doing new patient consultations, when people come coming in to find out what I can do for this mouth, um, composites, composite white fillings, just replacement of old metal fillings to white fillings, uh, smile makeover with additive composites, just you know, yeah. uh, straining teeth with Invisalign, and then veneers. So um, as boring as it sounds, so cosmetic stuff, yeah, <laughs> all my time, majority of my time now, 30% of my day is, co- is uh, consultation. Yeah, 70% of the day is doing treatments such as, again, cosmetic white fillings, replacing all metal ones, or straightening teeth with Invisalign, whitening, and then Small makeovers with veneers and um, non uh, non invasive veneers like composite veneers.
0: Yeah, what's oh, your American what's the breakdown of like how often are you doing like indirect versus direct veneers? Second, sorry. How often are you doing like indirect veneers versus like uh, composite veneers? Like what's the break? Like, what's the ratio usually? At
1: the moment, there's a massive craze for direct direct veneers. The no the no prep veneers. Okay, yeah. the no drilling veneers. Um, so there's a massive, there's a massive, um, there's a massive earth surge for it. So at the moment, I'm 60% of my cases are uh, direct, and yeah. about 40% are indirect. At the moment.
0: Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. And uh, if you don't mind, like uh, I'm pretty interested in the consultation stage because I think a lot of young dentists, like which I mean, you've only been out of school for a few years as well, um, so a lot of people can relate to you. Is, one is like initially, how did you get that confidence to like present these like big cases to patients? And two, like now they've sort of had some time to like, you know, refine things and hone things in a little bit. Um, what's your, like, your process of like patient walks in to do the diagnostics and have that, have that interaction and a and conversation with them um, regarding the bigger cosmetic case? It's simple, personal touch. Yeah.
1: Anyone and everyone should know this personal touch. Read a book by Dale Carnegie called How to Win Friends and Influence People.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Read a, you
1: know, It's a fantastic one. Everyone wants to feel great. Everyone who walks through your door wants to feel like as if they're a the king, okay? Give him that experience. I'm the same. I want to go buy a car. I want to make sure that Dylan treats me as if I am about to buy the whole lot, right? Yeah. Even if I'm going to go for the cheapest option, I don't care. I want to be treated like a valued member okay so i would i always put personal touch in my into my patients all the time i go get my patients out of my nurse does not get the patient there's no i don't use the intercom or anything at all Mm -hmm. i walk all the way to my patient i shake their hand i make my i I make my patients um day by you know straight away by giving a massive smile i compliment every single one of my patients Mm -hmm. um i throw in a joke i'm a quite jokey character yeah. So, people feel like they've known me for a long time, even though they've met me for a couple of minutes. And how I do that is it's not a trick or anything, it's just my personality. I'm quite friendly, I'm very, very—I'm very jokey with my patients. in yeah. a respectful manner, but still. Um, I've thrown a couple of jokes just to keep them, just keep them, you know, keep them on an on a up you know, up mood lift. Yeah, um, uplift mood, sorry. Um, and this is, I'm doing this as I'm walking to the, as I'm walking to the room. We get into the room. My nurse is trained, so she knows I got a TV on my wall, and um, I got Spotify. So before I even talk to the dentistry, before I even ask him why they're here for, I ask him personal questions, who's your favorite artist? If you could go to a concert tonight, this is my yeah. favorite one. I like that if one. You man. could go to a concert. If you could go to a concert tonight, who would you go and see? And they're like, What do you mean? Dead or alive about dead or alive? Who would you go and see? My nurse is sat on the t- on a computer on <laughs> Spotify about to search. Yeah. Um, and they come out with Michael Bublé, or um, I don't know. I, I like with some of my some of the rock my rock patients. They're like I like ACDC. Yeah. Before they can sentence the and saying an ACDC, my nurse is ACDC. Boom, play song plays, nice. and they're like, "Oh wow, you know it's a personal <laughs> touch." Yeah. Um, and I keep that memory. Um, I ask all my patients five questions non dentistry before I
0: start. I like that always. If you is go to a concert,
1: five? that's my first.
0: One. Yeah. Huh? Is it the same five questions every time? No, 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 The no. First one is yeah. If you go
1: to a concert because I want to get that music in. Yeah. So and next thing is so um, are you new to the area just to keep it chilled and relaxed? Yeah. Three things. Oh well, if they if they look like they're sporty, you look like you're a sporty guy. You you play sports much or something? Yeah. Or if they're not sporty, like you look like a quite intelligent guy. You read much? Mm-hmm. You know, kind of get them to talk about themselves. Yeah, and um, you know all these. Five, you can you can mix and match the five question, but make sure it's non-dentistry. That's the yeah. first thing I would say to you. Shake your tip. patient's hand, look them in the eyes, and smile. Mm-hmm. Tell them a joke. Tell them a compliment if they're you know if they want you know. Judge you judge the patient after a while. Um, tell them a joke. Get them in a chair. Put these personal touches, and then get into your consultation. How? What brings you here? How can I help you? Mm-hmm. You know. Not like, oh, so are you in pain? Are you just not? No. <laughs> what brings you? Yeah. How can I help? Yeah. What is it that I can do for you in my expertise hand? And I always say in my expertise hand because then they realize they're in good not hands. just there. Yeah. Exactly. You're in good hands. What can I do for you? And another thing, a psychological thing, people who lie. I read a book about people who lie and people who tell the truth. People who lie seem to always do this with their hands. They're very closed off. Yeah. If you're a dentist and if you're genuine, if you really care for your patients, show it off. How? Open palms. You might feel like it's a stupid thing, but it's true. Yeah. When you talk to my, I talk to my patients like, so what is that can help? What is that can help you with? Yeah. I open my hands. with a gesture that I'm willing to help you with anything I can. Yeah. Um. That's great. Personal touch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like that. I think it's it's overlooked that like how how nuanced these things are. Like how you phrase a sentence. How you. Are you like you like you said body language? If your hands are like this, or like you might just feel like you're comfortable and like you're being polite, just to keep your hands kind of here. Uh, but yeah, the body language is like a huge thing. I think that that's probably a good thing. I think I might look into that a little bit more with like a my next little bit of reading. It might be a body language thing just to just to make sure like you don't know, like I'm a positive guy as well. i I'm, I'm quite sociable in that sense with patients, but um, I just want to make sure like I'm not giving off any like. Contra, contra indicating like vibes or anything like that uh, if my body language is closed off and I'm like trying to trying to you know build rapport with them perfect man so let's um I mean we talked about a little bit about your average week we talked about the health and fitness which I want to get into uh we talked about future goals a little bit as well so is there anything else that you want to touch on before we get into the last kind of rapid fire segment of the podcast um well to be
1: honest with you I'm a and another thing there's one thing I'm going to add on to this uh, to this thing is yeah. now we're in a generation that we're in a generation where people want instant gratification as yeah. good as or as bad as it is i think the next step in dentistry although you don't, i don't want it to get you know, take too much of my life away but so it's because i need to live my live my own life as well but uh, nowadays i think it's important as a dentist things are changing things are becoming more digitalized although you old school dentists like not be on instagram not be as that you gotta kind of realise that you know what, generations and generations, we're all evolving. Yeah. If we don't evolve, we'll stay behind. So the whole Instagram thing, some part of me agrees that some things, some things shouldn't be on Instagram, it should be pre- professionalized. But then majority of my part of my body, it tells me and I realize that it's actually right, I'm moving forward with the world. So what I'm trying to say is in this instant gratification, I'm now providing a service well service where all my patients are Instagram, on my Instagram.
0: Yeah.
1: All of them have Instagram now. All of them have instant contact with me if they need to. Yeah. Something breaks, two in the morning, they don't have to wait till the next day. They can drop me a message instantly.
0: Yeah.
1: And fine, if I'm sleeping, they understand that. But half nine at night, 10 at night, I have patients saying, see ya, I was thinking about this, can I eat this with these veneers on? You don't have to wait till about, like, you know, seven, eight hours later to call the practice. Call the practice, For yeah. me, it's one word, it's one word on Instagram, see can I eat this? Of course. Yeah. I've just made, I've just stepped ahead in front of those dentists. Mm-hmm. I gave them a service other dentists are not providing. The direct contact. So if any, yeah, instant contact. Any young dentist out there that's listening to this podcast, listen to my advice. And I'm not I'm not—I'm an old guy. I'm a young guy telling you this. This is my advice. Evolve with the world and evolve in a professional manner. Give yeah. your clients the service that you would want from someone. Yeah. If you're about to go and get veneers or anything done on your teeth, how do you want to be treated? And what kind of service do you want? And do that for your patients. That's Success that's
0: awesome. lies right yeah. there. I like that. I think a lot of people get a lot of value from that. So thanks for dropping all that uh, knowledge there. I, th- I agree with you. I think the Instagram is big. Like I said, there's probably like some growing pains, like anything. Uh, trying to figure out the right balance of like, are we doing too much? Are we revealing too much? Or um, is it just right? But it's the way. Like people, like you said, patients are on there. Patients are scrolling through all day. So if they have a question, if they can just reach out to their dentist and ask a quick question, it doesn't take much time out of your day, but it means a lot to them, right? Um, so it's, it's like that It's like the care call of like. Thirty years ago, I'm sure like there's dentists now that even like say if they take a tooth out, they'll just message their patient on Instagram. Like things are good, any, any issues, any questions. I think that's like because it's probably people don't like as much maybe phone conversations are a little bit cumbersome. So I um, mean, if you just like shoot your patient a message and ask them if they're okay and they get that feedback, I think that's not a bad idea either. So hundred percent, yeah, perfect. So I like, got uh, five quick rapid fire questions to kind of wrap things up, uh, line things up a little bit. Um, so what's your first uh, favorite uh, Instagram page to follow?
1: My first Instagram page, favorite Instagram page to follow. Yeah. As a dentist?
0: Yeah, like what's your what's your what's your first like the their favorite page to follow? Okay.
1: As a dentist, APA. APA aesthetics, because that guy gives me motivation. Yeah. As a normal human being, yeah, laugh factory. Laugh LA laugh factory. LA Laugh Factory. Yeah. I love comedy. And yeah. that, that page gold. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, like Barstool Sports. Have you seen that one?
1: yeah i love, I love it honestly i love it i yeah. love it if it's any time of the day that i want to be uplifted laugh factory is the page that yeah.
0: i go to. i'll check that one out. i don't think i've seen that one that's good uh what's your favorite uh, football club soccer club
1: um i'm a Man nice
0: fan. yes man good good man what's your uh so if you could do one procedure in dentistry uh, for the rest of your career and just that one procedure what would it be veneers veneers nice veneers. and uh what procedure do you hate doing <laughs> Ended on day. Oh yeah. I, was gonna... <laughs> I have a love hate, man. Like I i enjoy endo because it's it's so hard to do, but like it's so satisfying like when you get it, like right. Once you get it right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's like, yeah, at this point it's like six out of ten times like, oh, and the other four times you're just like miserable. So <laughs> it's not worth it. Right? But... And um what's your favorite dental instrument or tool that you have in your arsenal?
1: My eagle um my American, my American Eagle composite applier. So it's called American Eagle, and it's a composite applier. It's a thin, it's a very thin, flat plastic that's made out of gold. Yeah, it's very thin. You can mold it around. Nice. It's my number one. I can mold it for posterior, anterior, side, uh, embrasures, everything. Okay. It's my number one. If it's you American guys Eagle? want to know,
0: I'll look into that one. Did yeah. you say again,
1: it's called American. Yeah, it's Eagle? called American. I think it's American Eagle, and it's got something fifty. pounds. I'll get back to you with the name of that.
0: Yeah, but I can send insurance. you a picture. of it. Yeah, that'd be great. It is gold. Yeah. It's actually made of gold, but it's also gold <laughs> in
1: my hand. It's
0: yeah, amazing. and uh, do That's you a, do you work with a heated composite? Normally, or are you just regular heated, always yeah. heated. Yeah, always heated. Yeah, it's I don't, so, I don't, so I don't touch. You never go back either. <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah yeah it's honestly once you go heated, you don't go back yeah. that's all that's
0: all i gotta say <laughs> see you lord man thanks a lot it was great chatting with you we'll stay in touch hopefully we'll do another one of these in a, in a little bit we'll follow up and see how things are going with you um i'll put a, your page up in the show notes as well so people can reach out to you if they have any questions or anything like that but i enjoyed it yeah, man thank Keep you for the motivational work i think like you said it's twofold it's it's one is like obviously you're you're putting some content out and it's good for your page uh but it's also for you to make yourself accountable uh, make sure you follow through on things and, exactly. and stay re- responsible. Exactly, this world is a this world. Is a, this world is a two-way yeah. street, so you gotta give as well yeah, as take. For sure, man, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and stay in touch. Good luck with everything. Thanks, well, take care. Have a good night. See ya.